Welcome to The One Guys Show, where we're going to be bringing you nutritional and mindset insights to help you gain nutritional freedom, lose weight faster, build a winner's mindset, all without the stress, guesswork, and sacrifice that you're used to. Now, this podcast specializes in helping women break free from the dieting shackles that society has placed them in and provides them with a clear path to success. So let's dive in. Yo! What's happening, team? Hope you're well. Welcome back to the podcast. Here we go. I'm pretty sure I wasn't on the last one. Was I on the No, I wasn't. It was the last one I missed. And then apologies for the delay on this one, team. I know we said we were going to do one every week. Unfortunately, there was a bit of a miscommunication with our previous guest, and we're waiting to reconfirm and reschedule this. But for now, you've got just us. You've got just, just us, Ryan and Hayden. What more could you want? We're back, uh, we're back just uh, talking the talk. Hustling the hustle. Is talking. Is that even something? Is that even a yeah, saying? Yeah, hustling the hustle. <laughs> hustling the hustle. No, walk, talk, talk, walk, 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 walk. Talk, talk, walk, walk. Something like that. Anyway, so today, we're going to be clo- completely honest with you. We realised that we were an episode behind, so we were like, let's just jump on a podcast and riff on something. And we're going to talk about a subject which we spoke to our clients about last night in a coaching call inside of the academy. Um, I love the coaching calls. They're such good fun, mm. as you can imagine. It's basically like a podcast twice a week but you actually get to see our faces so i mean my energy is 110 percent um we're going to talk about seeking the truth today and how as human beings we often avoid the truth which can often lead to us getting stuck basically and it could be quite often a reason right now if you're listening to this as to why you're stuck actually why you're stuck in your own weight loss journey um, and this could honestly open your eyes and be something super powerful for you. Yeah, we, we typically don't. We, and even like, we could both raise our hand and say that we've 100% been here in our journey at some point. And you may even like resonate this in, in, in other levels of, of your life, not necessarily just nutrition. But mm. more often than not, we like, or not more often than not, but we, we get caught in this like fixed mindset. And I think maybe our ego has a little... Um, a little play in this but yeah what um what ultimately happens is we hear it all the time like we get messages all the time um and for those that are in the academy not from the academy but outside um basically saying i'm eating a thousand calories and i'm not losing weight i'm eating 1200 calories and i'm not losing weight then we you know we dig a bit deeper we ask about you know have you got PCOS or anything like that any other metabolic conditions and they all say no but they've got this fixed mindset of I, I, I'm literally eating a thousand calories and I can't lose weight and this is where it comes into you know seeking the truth and being like truthful to yourself um, and digging a bit deeper to find out actually what is going on because this is the typical thing that we uh, hear all the time is Monday to Friday, I'm so good. Monday to Friday, I'm bang on. Like I don't eat chocolate. I don't drink mm. alcohol. I don't do anything. And then it's just the weekend, you know, where like, I give myself just a, a little bit of um, a little bit of relaxation and I don't really track. And I'm like, okay, well, what does, what does the weekend look like? And like oh, nothing too crazy, you know. Um, like I might just have a few drinks here and there, or I might eat out once or twice. And when we actually dig a little bit deeper with that, 
it's more often than not, it's the weekend calories that are kind of, I don't like to say the damage, I don't like using the term the damage, but essentially that what it, that's what it is. It's the weekend calories that are actually, you know, tipping you over. Reducing your efforts. Yeah, just tip, tipping the, the calorie balance over the edge slightly and putting you more towards a maintenance than it is um, into a deficit. And then obviously you're, mm-hmm. you're getting super frustrated with it. But you've got you've to actually, in order to move forward consistently, like you have to seek the truth. You have to be truthful to yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to actually search deep for maybe where the pitfalls are. Because once you can identify the pitfalls, you can actually start putting action steps in place. And as soon as you're honest with yourself, and again, you've seeked that truth, of to what is going on. And if you are sitting here and you're thinking, that is me, bang on, like, I just don't track it the weekends and I get frustrated with my progress. It's like, okay, you can identify there that maybe that is a slight um, pitfall for you. That's a slight barrier. But how can you overcome that moving forward? And then once you can be honest with yourself and once you can seek that truth, then you can actually put action steps in place to help move forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is it. It's such a barrier. It's almost like a barrier to entry because we end up kind of, as human beings, we do it. We avoid the truth. You know, we don't often want to accept that one, we're wrong, but also we are comfortable being uncomfortable. And I think sometimes when we actually look to seek the truth, it kind of brings about something that we don't want to accept. You know, we think that, oh, we're broken and it's not working. When actually, you know what? We eventually find out that someone's kind of, snacking late night and they're consuming 800 calories of like snacks in the evening and it's like but on the forefront they're like nah I'm, like, I'm, I'm being true to it I'm doing this and it's like how many times you know people listen to this now have you said you're tracking your calories yet you've eaten something you're like oh, I just won't put it in because it didn't happen that is literally a prime example of seeking the truth we avoid the honest truth and we avoid doing it because we don't want to face up to the outcome so a lot of it is also about taking ownership Like we have to take ownership with what we're doing because ultimately if we don't, we're just almost going to live this kind of lie and we we bring about this identity, isn't it? And we said this last night to our clients is that, you know, you bring about this identity that you're stuck, you're lost and you you can't lose weight. That's it. You're broken when it's not, it's not that at all. You're not broken. Your metabolism is absolutely fine. We're actually just finding that we're not tracking accurately because we're choosing to avoid the things and the actual real reason behind it. And we then go down this kind of deep rabbit hole of, nope, I'm just someone who can't lose weight. And it's like, that's not true. You can lose weight. It's just simply a case of until you start actually bringing about awareness and actually being honest with yourself, you will always be stuck in that place. And I think that's first and foremost with anything. We always say this, like the first thing is bringing about awareness. And then you've actually got to bring about something to overcome whatever it is you're facing ultimately. Yeah, it's definitely something that like, everyone struggles with doesn't it's it's having that awareness piece because it's having that uncomfortable conversation and actually Mm. realizing that you know this is the reason um and something that you you touched up on slightly is a, a typical time where we see it isn't it as well is and again i can raise my hand i have been there and actually like I've some. I've probably done this a few times this year, but I'm. I'm. I can recognise quick enough to address the situation. But you know where you're tracking your calories, and you've been perfect all day, and you've got maybe 100 or 200 calories left, and it gets to the evening, and you're like, 
you go to the fridge, you go to the cupboard, you see something and you're like, oh, but I know that's like 100 calories. And you know, I've, I know I've got 200 calories left. So you just then eat it. But then you maybe have something else after that. And at this point, you've recognized that you're probably there or thereabouts with your calories, if not slightly over. But because you haven't actively logged this, because you haven't actively seen the amount of calories that have been consumed, essentially you haven't gone over your calories. And this is what your mindset does to you. You're almost mm-hmm. like, I, I haven't gone over my calories that much. So you then keep consuming more calories. And then it gets to a point where you're like, you know, you've gone way over your calories, but you actually keep going. And this is where all those thought processes come in and like, oh, well, you know, I might as well start again on Monday. And you just consume and you keep consuming because you actually don't know how many calories that you've gone over. And if you don't know how many calories you've gone over, not that much damage has been done. And this is all, this is kind of like the thought process that that, um, goes on through this. But this is why we always say to our calories, we're like, uh, to our calories? (laughs) We always say to our calories. We, I mean, you might talk to your food, I don't. <laughs> we always say to our clients is, like, be comfortable with accepting that there's going to be days where you go over your calories, but make yourself accountable yeah. with it. So no matter how much you go over your calories, it's fine. Like, there's no rule book here. There's no rule book to say that you're not allowed to go over your calories. Like, you absolutely can, but just, like, accept it because at the moment of where you accept it and you're, like, kind of at peace with it, you're far more likely to stop. Now think about that. Like if I all of a sudden say to you, like, it's cool, don't worry. Like, and I say this, like, I'm like, it's fine. Like if you go over your calories, you go over your calories. Like it's a learning curve. We can actually learn from this process. But I'm like, make sure you just continue tracking it because you are far, far, far more likely to go over your calories by like 500 and be like, I know I've gone over by 500. And I know if I keep pushing the boundaries, like, I'm going to be moving further away from my goal. So you actively stop yourself because you seek the truth because you know exactly the amount that you've gone over. Whereas if you, if I say, oh, the moment where you know you've gone over, just stop tracking. You are far, far more likely to just keep on consuming without any real thought or effort behind it because you don't know the reality of the amount of calories you've gone over. And because you haven't found out the reality, it's not that painful. Whereas if you know the truth, like Ryan said at the beginning, it's far more painful to know the truth than it is to not. So that's why we actively say like, don't worry, it's cool. Like, it's fine. Like, no one's going to judge you. Like, nothing bad happens in that very instant if you go over your calories for one given day. It's the consistent process of going over your calories which will cause you to gain weight. It doesn't matter if you've done it once, but it's fine. Like, accept it. Keep on tracking. Stay accountable. Be truthful to yourself seek the truth and you'll be far far more likely to stop there and again it's not a bad thing necessarily now why um so ryan what what's one of the reasons of why actually like seeking the truth is is a good thing now i kind of like alluded to it slightly with um talking about like the process of learning it's like an opportunity for you to to learn a little bit more yeah, man. Yeah. And, and just kind of covering it. It's like, it's like anything in life. If you do, prime example is me. Yeah. So if you don't have to take ownership over something, you are more likely going to do it because you don't have to face the repercussions. Can you hear that pinging? Turn my email off. There you go. So you don't have to face the repercussions. 
You know, if someone was like, right, you're going to knock down this building and it's going to kill 10 sheep and you're going to have to see it and then you'll get in trouble for it, you're going to do it. But if you're going to knock down that building, you're not going to see the actual repercussions of it. You're not bothered. I eat meat because I don't have to kill it. If someone said to me, you have to kill it and you have to take ownership over it before you eat it, I wouldn't be able to eat it because I wouldn't be able to kill the animals. Because I just don't seek the truth. I just pretend it doesn't exist. And this is why. This is why these things kind of happen. But we do it for anything in life. You know, if we don't have to take, uh, we don't get the backlash of it, we then don't have an issue with it. But this is where Hayden's kind of talking about is that actually, you know what? This is why we're stuck where we are is because we're not bringing about awareness of what it is we're doing and we're not seeking the truth. Then actually, we kind of fear the truth. But the truth is really important because once you actually find the truth and you bring that about, you know, you bring about awareness as to what are the actual issues that you're facing with food, you're able to then grow and make the mistakes better. And we always say this, you know, you are, I think it's one of my favorite kind of like sayings is like, you are where you are because of your lifestyle behaviors and habits now. The person that you want to become will have a different set of behaviors and habits and lead a different lifestyle. There will be a health seeking individual. The whole time that you aren't accepting the truth, you are literally just staying where you are. You know, you didn't set out to put on weight. You just ended up there because of your lifestyle behaviors and habits and because you just didn't seek the truth and you didn't want to bring about awareness. You just assumed that I'm broken. I can't lose weight. I, I, you know, this is stopping me. Whereas actually, when you actually look into it and you find out, you know what, you're not broken. Actually, you were just consuming too many calories. You've got no stress management in place. Your sleep's all over the, over the way and nothing's going your way. It's like, well, actually, there is reasons. Now, what you need to do is look at how you seek the truth and find out how to overcome that. And this is an opportunity for you to learn and grow. And unless you face these opportunities, you are going to be stuck as the same person you've always been. And that will not get you to this new future place. You know, you look at anyone that's been successful with anything, they are not the same person that they are at the beginning when they're an amateur to when they're a professional at the end. Their lifestyle, their behaviors, their habits, everything they do is different. It is no different bringing it right down to weight loss, where you are now, where you want to get to, the person that will be able to handle their body composition and stay at a low level of body fat, stay active, make healthy choices, choose proteins, get good quality sleep is literally because of the choices that they will make every single day. And until you kind of face it and take ownership, you won't move forward. And that's the kind of card, card, that's the kind of cold, hard truth, I think. And a lot of us don't want to face it. You know, we don't want to face the truth because we don't like it. You know, our egos are going to be hurt. We don't want to feel like we've let ourselves down. But until we do that and we actually stop and kind of like, you know, smell the air, we're never going to progress. So it's actually really important to accept these things and seek the truth because it's going to be an opportunity. Like you will come better out the other side. At first, it's going to be awkward as hell. No one likes accepting that they're not perfect, myself and Hayden included, <laughs> but we aren't. We have to accept that sometimes, you know, there's going to be some things that we're not that good at, but we've got to accept it, bring about awareness, and then seek the truth on how we can overcome it. Well, it's, the, it's, it's almost exactly the same, isn't it, for why businesses go bust and stuff like that. Is it's Whether it be nutrition or your finances, it's exactly the same thing. Like if a, if a company isn't, you know, looking at where they're overspending or stuff like this, then they are eventually going to, uh, assuming that obviously more money's going out than it's coming in, like they're going to go bankrupt. But a lot of business mm. owners don't, they like, it's, it's again, it's an ego thing, isn't it? Like someone that's successful, that's built a company and they've had at some point a very, very successful company. They don't want to seek the truth to know that actually the company is no longer as successful as it once was. And they're actually in um, 
they're essentially losing money than actually gaining money. But the business owner just shuts away and he's like, I don't want to know what the finances are. We're just going to keep running, keep running, keep running. But eventually what happens? And unfortunately, like COVID um, has done this to an awful lot of companies, haven't they? I mean, mm. yes, um, I, I listened to a podcast the other day what was talking about um, like the effects of um, businesses, COVID with like business and stuff like that. And someone said something really powerful and it yeah. was about like... Um, a lot of the company, like, there's definitely like businesses out there that it's like, for example, like the hospitality and stuff like that, that it's just been a, a, a really terrible situation. This is probably going to go slightly yeah. off topic, but it's cool. We're going to roll with it. Um, but they were saying on the podcast, like people, it's eventually it will make or it is making businesses stronger and stronger and stronger. This, uh, the, like the COVID effects, because it's identifying holes in your current process. So if you're a business that has massively suffered, it's like showing that there's a potential area for you to actually grow and you've had holes in previously. Um, and there's really interesting on this podcast, they were talking about like, obviously, again, like for hospitality, it's been absolutely brutal. It's been horrible. Um, a lot of people like musicians, for example, they... Um, a lot of their money comes from like tours and stuff like that. You've got obviously bars and restaurants mm. and stuff like that, that it is very much in person Festivals. that they haven't been able to do. But there was this cool guy on the podcast that was a, uh, is it a mixologist? Mixologist? Is that like a cocktail? Yeah. So he, yeah, he, his business, like he had just started a business about six months before COVID. Um, and it was, he was working in Ibiza and he was going from like, it was, yeah, it was very like celebrity based where he would basically go into the um, hotels, hostels. He would put together like a little uh, spread and all of these things. Um, and obviously yeah. overnight when COVID hit, like it shut his business down completely. And this is where he noticed there was a huge hole in his business because it's like, okay, this has now happened once. That's not to say that there's not going to be another pandemic again or another virus or something like that that does exactly the same thing. But he quickly realised he needs to... Um, don't, don't say stuff like that too early, aren't we? Yeah, I know. We, we we're just coming over this one. <laughs> but he realised he had to be versatile in his business and he had to be able to find other yeah. ways to accommodate. And he's created, basically, long story cut short, he's now created this whole new business which is separate to his like in-person business where for like uh corporate events so stuff like uh christmas dues and stuff like that um stag dues hen dues he created basically a way of him to be able to do it over zoom where what he would do is he'd actually he originally started by saying right. to all like, the companies like you need to buy this you need to ship this out to your um to your uh staff and stuff like that. And then he actually realized, okay, what he can do is create a whole package. He can go to a distribu distributor. He can get individual packages, send it out to each of the um, employees. The company pays for the package as a whole. Then he does on over Zoom, like to hundreds of people. He brought in more money in less than 12 months than he has ever, ever brought in over 10 years of being a mixologist, which is mad. Because he's found like this whole new set of business skills. And again, this is very, very off topic to what we were talking about. But the system is the same. It's like 
he seeked the truth to find out that he realized very, very quickly that he actually had a hole. He had a flaw in his business. And yeah. in order for him to overcome it and consistently move forward, he needed to seek the truth. He needed to find out what the holes were and find ways to overcome it, adapt and overcome, evolve or die. And this, this was yeah. one of the processes. And it's very, very relatable to the nutrition as well. It's like you can just keep hiding away and, you know, not tracking. The, and by the way, I'm not saying, we're not saying that tracking calories is the only way to achieve your fat loss goals. It's like, it's, you know, it's pretty much one of the gold standard ways because it's, again, seeking the truth and understanding exactly the amount of calories that you're eating. But you can easily just hide away and, you know, attempt to quote unquote, just eat healthy, um, have no real understanding and education into what caloric value is and then not get the results that you want and deem yourself being broken, metabolism broken, all of this thing and let your ego take over. And it's not you that was the problem. It was the fact, well, it wasn't the fact that it was your mindset or anything like that or your process. It was just because, you know, you were dealt some bad cards and metabolism and stuff like that. Like it isn't the case. But like, if you actually do take ownership and be like, oh, do you know what? Actually, I really don't understand what calories are like that. Or even could be like a simple process of just going to restaurants and stuff like that. Obviously, it's very, very hard to track. But again, being acceptance to being like, maybe there is much more calories in that meal I go out to the restaurant at than I'm actually saying there is. And then again, I'm not saying it's either going to be right or wrong, but it's where you can actually potentially seek the truth. I'll say it again. <laughs> seek the truth and find out that, you know, that could be the potential flaw. It might be you do need to reduce your calories back further. Um, but just to, like, I, I can't give you exact facts and figures and numbers and stuff like that because I don't have them in front of me. But just to let you know, like, there is a very, 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 it's such a, it, like, in the grand scheme of things with the world population, like for you to be metabolically affected or metabolically adapted, um, like there is a small percentage of people in this world in comparison to the actual, like, what is it? Seven billion, eight billion people on this planet. Um, like yeah. there's a tiny, tiny, tiny percentage that are actually legitimately metabolically adapted and will have struggles. If you're, if you listen to this and you have PCOS, that's one of them. Like that is one of, the conditions where potentially your calories may have to be much lower than you once thought. That's some, something completely different. But for the most people that don't have um, any, any kind of metabolic um, problem, and again, if you haven't been told, let's say you're even in your 20s and 30s and you're listening to this, and if you haven't already figured this out or you haven't been told by a doctor that you are metabolically adapted or anything like that, then the chances are it's very unlikely that you will be so yeah we yeah. went yes yeah, no it makes sense it does make sense it's like you're this is what you've got to remember in your journey as well is like whenever you're faced with an obstacle you've got two choices not seek the truth and just claim acceptance and feel hard done by and this is just a bit of kind of like tough love like if feel hard done by and feel like i'm broken i can't do this i'm just gonna give up and quit or you're gonna seek the truth okay actually why can't i lose weight well, actually, I think it's because of this YZ. Well, go get it tested. If you think you are metabolically adaptive, go get your bloods done. Go get your blood work done. If you generally do think mm. that. And then if it comes back normal, okay, cool. So you're not broken. You know that you're not metabolically ad adapted. Right, let's look at your lifestyle, behaving habits and see where it doesn't fit you. Because the whole time you keep continuously chasing the truth to find out the answers, you will get there. 
Like you will literally get there. Like I always say, you can't mess, and uh, Jordan Syatt says this, it's like you can't mess this up unless you quit. Like it might take you six months longer than you thought. Who cares? When you get there, you're just going to be happy that you got there. You're never going to be like, oh God, I wish I was here six months ago. You will just be so happy and enlightened that you actually managed to achieve what it is you set out to achieve and you're not broken and that you actually managed to achieve your goals that you're going to be so happy you're not going to care how long it took. But it's not going to happen until you actually take ownership and start to seek out those points where, you know, why isn't this working for you right now? You're not broken. Even if you think like, oh, I'm eating a thousand calories and I can't lose weight, even if you are metabolically adaptive, there's still ways of overcoming this. Like no one is broken to the point they can't lose weight. Otherwise, we wouldn't have starvation in the world. You just reminded me of something really, really funny, actually. Um, again, slightly <laughs> off, topic, off topic, but what you're saying. So years and years and years ago, I used to coach this, uh, this woman. And we, granted, I didn't know anywhere near as much as I know now. So maybe the processes that I was actually giving her weren't like set in stone. And um, essentially, it got to the point where I was like, she was training with me like twice a week and like we started to really heavily look into her nutrition and stuff. And she used to fill out a um, food diary and like this food diary was literally like salad um, for lunch. It was like yogurt for breakfast, nothing else. Salad for lunch in the evening was just like a chicken breast with um, some potatoes and stuff like that. And um then the next process, I was like, it just doesn't seem right. Send me pictures of the meals. So she was sending me pictures of the meals. I was like, oh, wow, she actually is. Anyway, so I was like, I don't know what's going on here. And she was like, I generally think she was like, I, I think I have an underactive thyroid or I think I've got like an issue or something. So I was like, look, go to the doctors, get some blood works done and all of this. Anyway, she went to the doctors. She got the blood works done and everything came back within the normal ranges. The only thing that wasn't was like uh, vitamin D. But I think like the majority of the UK are probably going to be vitamin D deficient anyway. Uh, yeah. So he says, looking outside, seeing no sun. Yeah. <laughs> it was raining a minute ago. Oh, it is actually still raining. Um, oh, man. Yeah. But um, anyway, so. Seek the truth. The truth is, move to a different country. There you go. That's the yeah. So. She, it came back, everything was absolutely normal. So we're obviously sitting there like scratching our heads. And um, on one of the, uh, it came up to, it was one of our sessions and she said, oh, do you mind if my, my friends stayed over last night? Do you mind if she joins us for the session today? And I was like, oh no, that's fine. So she joined into the session. I found out so much more about this woman that she had not been telling me she had not been putting in her food diary it turns out that she wasn't mm. telling me about and she wasn't being truthful with all of the um like alcohol she was drinking on the weekend she did she was showing me the food that she was eating and again like le legitimately she was eating the food that she had sent over which was with it in her calorie target that we were looking to do but she wasn't putting down the wine and her friend said, I always remember it so well. She was like, she was like, oh, I only had like two or three glasses. And she was like, no, you didn't. She was like, we had like four bottles between four of us. Oh, no, it was only like five bottles between like three or four of us. And she was like, there's no way you had two glasses of wine. And anyway, she, and then it came out. She was like, I don't think I've ever been out with you, in fact. And you've only had two glasses of wine. And then basically, yeah, it, <laughs> it all started to come out. And I said to her, so after this, like, we had obviously had a bit of a laugh about it and stuff like that. But after I was like, like on, in all honesty, like 
what does your weekends look like? What, what does your um, calories look like from your alcohol? She put it on a sheet of paper. We're talking an additional like two to three thousand calories, maybe even a little bit more, like two to three, um, maybe even three to four thousand calories additional per week that she wasn't being accountable for. So we said, uh, we identified that, okay, this is maybe a, a bit of a problem. So we need to adjust the calorie slate. And I said, right, what I want you to do is just like, this is no long-term strategy. Just for this weekend, are you able to either have one glass of wine or not drink at all? And because she was actually like, she really did want to achieve her fat loss goals and stuff, hence why she was like actually training me twice a week. Um, and doing bits around the uh, session, she was like, look, oh, this week I will go um, without drinking any alcohol. Boom. Literally, straight away, that first week was the biggest drop in weight that she had had in years and years and years. And this wasn't me saying to her, like, <laughs> this wasn't me saying to her, you need to stop drinking alcohol. It was simply identifying the fact that there was much more calories in the alcohol than she was actually like actually being accountable for or even thought herself. So it was just a case from then of being like, okay, you know, this is where we have to change. But on a side note and slightly off topic again, this is like, this was another issue that was actually was identified with this woman because guess what happened then? She all of a sudden had this association, association that alcohol was the reason of why she could never lose weight. So she started to put... She started yeah. to place ownership. Well, she started to instead of placing ownership on herself of overconsuming calories, she now started to pass the blame instantly onto alcohol as being the reason of why she couldn't lose body fat. And I was like, no, no, no we need to stop this straight away. And it was just another example of where she yeah. still wasn't willing to seek the truth because she was still trying to find another excuse. Yeah, and it's that whole. That's also something to note for everyone listening right now. Correlation doesn't mean causation. You've got to realize that like, this is so often, this is why people think they're like, oh, but when I eat cut prime one is what I cut carbs, I lost weight. Yeah, of course you did. Because it doesn't mean that carbs were making you fat. Carbs were causing, you were just eating so many carbs, it was putting you in a calorie surplus, but also carbs store water. So not only did you drop carb weight, you dropped water weight with that. So it's like, don't instantly think like, just because something makes sense in your head, find the scientific answer first. Um, Because that, that, that's why half I think these things work as well. Is people find that correlation and causation, they're like, oh, so what I did is I cut out all sugar, sweets and everything. I lost weight. So they're the reason as to why I wasn't losing weight. Well, there's a correlation as to why you could it out, but it wasn't them in and of themselves. It was the calories that was coming and the amounts you were consuming. Yeah. So also don't forget that. But it's the, when, um, when it goes to like, this is, uh, this is uh, it, it blows my mind when people are uh, such like keto zealots and stuff like that. And it's like, like Ryan said, if you cut out carbohydrates, now let's just list the foods. You cut out carbohydrates, let's list the foods that you can no longer eat. You go keto, you can no longer eat ice cream. Pizza. Pizza. Chocolate. Chocolate. Biscuits. Milkshakes. Like, I, honestly. Crisps. Chips. Like the Nachos. Do you know what I mean? Like Fajitas. Burritos. Oh, they're like my favorite foods. We're listening here, and I'm like, damn, I'm never going keto. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's madness. So, of course, what and what do we know about their foods? They are very calorie dense. So now you've cut and highly palatable. Exactly. So now you've cut out all these foods. You, of course, you're going to lose weight. 
Like all you've got left to eat is yeah. vegetables. You have just become a rabbit. <laughs> no offense to those those keto people out there, but you have. Um, and this is it. It's like there's no rocket science. You've just cut carbs. Like that. That's it. And there's no magic behind it. You've cut out foods that you would overconsume. And the thing is, these foods are so easy to overconsume. You have a pizza. You are ingesting at least a thousand calories. For most people, if not all people, a thousand calories is a pretty big dent in your day. Especially if you're dieting. Like you eat ice cream, that's going to be a pretty big dent in your day. You know, you eat chocolate. Well, if you have a small chocolate bar, it's 200 calories, but you have like a big chocolate bar, that's between five and 600 calories. Tell I do that on a regular because I know the calories. <laughs> but, you know, for the most part, it's going to be a big dent. Ice cream, I mean, you're looking at at least, you have a low calorie Ben Jerry's is 600. If you're going to go for the Halo top, then maybe. But you're talking big calorie amounts, as Hayden said. And the fact that they're highly palatable means that you overconsume on them. They're easy to eat. You want more of them because you get that feel-good feeling, but also they don't satiate you. You know, most of us are happy to eat ice cream until we're sick. No one ever ate broccoli until they felt so full up they were sick. Exactly. You heard it here first. Exactly. Exactly. If they did, I'd be so proud of them for proving me wrong, but I don't think it's ever going to happen, if I'm honest. Might do. Might do. But, yeah, we so, found that we... we we We're yeah we that. went well like well off topic full circle we started talking about business I mean, <laughs> yeah the, the, the basis of it team is like whenever you think you're stuck seek the truth and this is also why we say we do it because in life now we are autonomous human beings everything we do is automatic you know we don't do much else with regards to kind of like stopping and thinking everything in life is just to kind of get it done and we just roll through life Bring, seeking the truth comes with stopping about and bringing awareness first and foremost. So take time. If you're not currently losing weight how you want to, stop. Get a pen and paper and literally start to brainstorm why you think you are not losing weight. Because that is, in essence, you seeking the truth right there. You're seeking to find the real reason. Not just right at the top of the paper, I am broken. You're not. Scribble that out. Start again. Below. Uh, and start to identify, you know, what is it? What do you think about your lifestyle that doesn't support you? What do you think about your behaviors? What are some behaviors you're like, yeah, maybe that's not helping me? Because once you write them down on paper, you've got them in front of you, you can then see which ones you think are going to be the biggest ones that are actually causing you not to lose weight. And then you can start to put a plan in place to actually look to overcome them. But the whole time you're avoiding it, you're not actually taking a chance to step back and get a 3000 foot view. You're just basically placing that identity on yourself of like, no, nah, I'm broken. I'm not even going to worry about it. So just stop sometimes. And that's why it's so important with anything in life. Just take, stop, take a step back, give yourself a chance to review it because that's when you can actually put some practical things in place. Seek the truth, find out what the real reason is and then make headwind moving forward. Yeah, don't, don't, let, your, just don't let your ego take over and di dictate because it's very, very easy to do. And like even, I, I won't go into the example now, but even like yesterday, like Ryan... Cool. Like I, just practice show that it happens in our everyday life as well. Like Ryan called me up yesterday to uh, give me a suggestion to something that he thinks is worth doing um, inside the business. And the first thing that I obviously like, I automatically go to do is like, oh, we don't need that. Like we're absolutely fine. But then like truthfully, if I'm honest with myself, it's because I didn't want to seek the truth. My ego has taken over, but of course, there's always improvement that can be done. There's ways that we can 
um, evolve. But in that very instant, that one moment, like my ego did take over and I'm like, oh, we don't need that. Like, Ryan, what are you talking about? Like, we don't need to do all these things. Like, but then actually taking a step back, analyzing, it's like, do you know what? That actually, that could be a potential flaw to why we are here. And with, with getting this done, we could get to here, potentially. That's the, that's, that's, that's the kind of thing. So it does happen in everyday life. So don't, don't do it. Like, don't do this task and like start to seek the truth of where maybe your pitfalls are and get really defensive of it. And then, then start to be like, oh, I don't, I don't need to do this task. It's like, be honest, like be, be honest, like be truthful to yourself, like accept it. It's fine. Like, I think it's such a powerful thing to do, um, to be able to accept where you are and accept maybe your flaws. Um, because then you actually have an opportunity to grow. Yeah. Yeah, ma'am. And just remember, Ryan's always right. So, <laughs> Slip that one yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> well, team, this is actually quite a short one today. It's only 36 minutes. They're usually over the hour, but we will be back with next week. Um, well, this one, uh, we'll get uploaded. This one will probably be uploaded, ready to rock and roll by Friday slash Saturday. So you will still have one this week. It's just a few days late. You get to consume Pop two that, remember. in a very quick space. Oh, mind blown. And apologies for those of you that go on walks and listen to these because you'll probably like, damn those one guys that didn't release their blooming podcast. So we apologize for that. But nonetheless, there we are. Moral of the story, seek the truth. Moral of the story, do not give up your favorite foods because you don't need to. And apart from that, we will see you in the next episode. For me, it's goodbye. From Hayden. It's goodbye. <laughs> there we go. Right. See you next week, team. <laughs> <laughs>